Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of Synced Up. I'm so sorry for not being consistent. I'm getting my shit back together, okay? And you guys are all here with me. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you guys so, 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 so much. And if you like this podcast, if you could give it a five-star rating, that would mean so much to me. It helps the podcast and it helps me help you. So without further ado, <laughs> okay, without further ado, let's get into today's episode, which is five rules for summer. And these rules are to ensure that you just make the most of this joyous time, okay? Like, yeah, <laughs> just how to have the best summer, how to set yourself up to just have a really nourishing, fulfilling, fun, joyful, synchronistic, magical summer. So these are five rules that I live by. And also this obviously applies to any season of the year. I just think it's easier to do in the summer, which is why I want to take advantage of these months because for whatever reason, maybe this is a personal thing, I don't know, but things are just easier to do in the summer. So let's get into it. Number one, and oh my God, this, this also applies to any season in your life, but it's to let yourself feel behind. And what I mean by this is I feel like we can get so caught up in needing to be at the next stage in your life and kind of forgetting to be content where we are now while working towards our goals. And I feel like it's just a common thing that in the summer, things just kind of slow down. People go on vacation, the pay, you know, there's summer Fridays, like the pace is just slower. And especially living in New York where everything is always go, go, go. I've had a hard time letting myself just be, like letting myself just kind of be where I'm at right now and being okay with it instead of trying to get to the next stage, trying to get to the next accomplishment. And by giving myself and by giving yourself permission to just be where you are right now, if you feel behind, like that's just a feeling because at the end of the day, you are exactly where you are supposed to be. Otherwise, you would have been there. There's either still lessons you need to learn Sometimes the universe just needs to catch up with you. The universe needs to catch up with your dreams. Gabby Bernstein says that all the time. So while you're in this season, and also I really think of life as having different seasons. And if you think of athletes, there's off seasons and on seasons. And during the off seasons, that's when you can really rest and recover. And so when you are in the on season where you're going and you're doing and you're creating, which also doesn't mean that you can't do that now. I'm just, you guys know what I mean. It allows you to show up even better, even stronger. And it's kind of like you're, you're filling up your own cup right now so that when it is time to pour, you're pouring from a full cup. And I think sometimes, and this goes for me, I feel like I'm speaking to myself right now. So whoever needs to hear this, I hope you're hearing it, but it's okay to slow down and it's okay to just be. 
Also, when you allow yourself to rest and recover and just slow down is your nervous system is now recovering. Your nervous system is coming back to a baseline. And when you're practicing things like manifestation or if you're on a healing journey or if you're you know, playing around with neuroplasticity and meditating and rewriting old limiting beliefs, you're not able to rewrite those limiting beliefs or man, or you can, but it's, it takes a lot more energy and a lot more time when your nervous system is out of whack. And that's when you're doing a million things at once or go, go, go. But when you allow yourself to just be and to be still, that's when you can receive. That's when your nervous system and your body are at a place where you are ready to receive. And yeah, I just think like we don't need, we're in hustle culture, girl boss era, like whatever the fuck. Like you can still do that, but just I want to give you permission to give yourself the grace to just slow down, that you don't need to do a million things in one day. You don't have to be the most productive every single day. Unless you genuinely want to be, then like that's fine. But I know for myself, I I can feel guilty if I'm not doing a million things at once or like working towards my next goal. And you're always gonna be working towards your next goal. It's not like you're completely putting it away and stopping. You know what I mean? Like you're just going to, you're going to get there, but maybe not in your timeline. There's a greater, higher timeline, divine timing. And when you can just let yourself enjoy life and not feel stressed about this or worked up or anxious over that, you got to just enjoy. And isn't that the purpose of living? I've listened to this lecture by Gabby Bernstein and she quoted someone else who said that their purpose is to find joy and happiness in every single day. And how many people can say that? To find your joy and to find your happiness. Because when you are in a state of joy, you're being of service to others because your energy raises the vibration of every being you come in contact with, whether they know it or not. And that's the best thing that you can do is you're being in joy, you're feeling good. And then you are extending that to every person that you come in contact with. That's one of the highest services that you can do is is letting yourself feel good and giving that and spreading that and giving permission for others to do the same. So that was number one, let yourself feel behind because it's not even real. It's just an illusion. Okay, number two is to wake up in the seven o'clocks, seven o'clock range or earlier (laughs) or earlier. I wish I want to be a morning person so bad. You know what? Maybe I'll just tell myself that I am and I'll become it. Um, But it's to wake up in the seven o'clock range or earlier and get outside within the first 15 minutes of waking up. This is what I mean by things are easier to do in the summer when it's the winter. Oh my God. It feels impossible to get out. feels impossible to go to the gym and and again this might be a personal thing but I just know in the summer I love to get outside as soon as possible not only does it just feel it just feels good like the the warmth on your skin and just doing something as soon as you wake up like that feels that feels productive that's like the type of productivity I'm I'm into right now that's the season I'm in but what it does from a biological and from a health standpoint is When you see or when you're in sun within the first 15 to 30 minutes of waking up, it regulates your circadian rhythm, which is your sleep cycle, your internal sleep cycle. 
I'm not going to get into how important sleep is because I honestly think it's so boring, but ugh, it's so important. Like it is so important. I'm just going to stress it right now. Your sleep is so important. Okay. So just know that. And if you want further research, there are tons and tons of YouTubes and podcasts about it, but just know that shit is good for you. Okay. Like really prioritize that if you want, but I highly recommend anyway, it helps your sleep schedule and the sun, the vitamin D is mental health that boosts your serotonin. It creates more happy brain chemicals. So your mood is going to be better. You're going to feel more energized. And because you're doing that within the first 15 to 30 minutes of waking up, you're priming your brain for the day to feel good. And what that does is your reticular activation system, which is in your brain, it works as a filter. So when you start your day off outside, even do maybe a little gratitude journaling. That's what I do. I journal first thing in the morning and meditate. That's amazing if you do that also a workout endorphins like do it all just do it all outside you are priming your brain to then seek out things to be grateful for things that feel good things that bring joy because that's the first thing that you're priming your brain with in the morning before anything else and it just I I put this on my Instagram story but I don't know if there's a scientifically proven or maybe it is because of vitamin d But for some reason, my body, and I think human bodies respond better to movement when it's done outside in the sun. Just the way that my body responds to the workouts, you're sweating and you're receiving that vitamin D and it's like really going into your cells. And when you're, you know, focusing on your breath and you're consciously thinking like, I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful for the ability to move and the freedom that my body gives me because I'm able to move. My legs literally give me freedom to do anything. And when you can tap into that energy first thing in the morning, I swear you'll be a magnet for miracles. You'll be a magnet for creative experiences, opportunities, and people far greater than you could have even imagined. And it's just, it's really special And now I'm like, why do I live in New York when I could be experiencing this all the time? But yeah, that's that's rule number two for summer is to get up, wake up in the seven o'clock or earlier. I really want to do that. I want to wake up earlier and get outside and just be in the sun, journal, meditate, work out, get those happy brain chemicals going and watch the miracles that follow. Okay, number three is to say yes to anything that brings you joy or happiness and to literally schedule that in to your calendar. This is the time, people, okay? Winter is when we get to hibernate. It's when we get to be work, 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 work. And if this is gonna be an example. So I'm not a huge drinker. I do like a social drink here and there, but it's really just like, it's just not my thing. And recently, and I think I used to feel guilty about drinking too much or, you know, the effect that it would have on my body. But recently, since it's summer and we're going outside and we're looking cute and we're making plans and we're out with our friends, I'm kind of like, you know what? I kind of want a glass of wine right now. I kind of want to sit outside and sip on a glass of wine with my friends 
at like 7 p.m. when the sun is still out, but it's not really hot and you're just people watching and you're vibing and you're enjoying yourself. And just instead of feeling guilty, just kind of like loosen the reins a little, you know, take your hand off the steering wheel, like just loosen your grip and just follow what feels good and follow what brings you joy. And another thing that kind of inspired this in me is I was on a date with a guy who we're honestly great friends like we see each other a couple times throughout the year when he's in New York and we'll grab dinner and just catch up and I just I love hanging out with him like I love getting dinner with him he's really really smart he's a successful entrepreneur and I just love to pick his brain and hear his perspective on things you know just as a learning experience and he told me because we were talking about my career and everything and he told me that any any path you take is is the right path as long as it makes you happy and there's always going to be a right path and there's always going to be the path that you take and it's always right and you always just keep taking one step forward and you don't stop and you just keep taking the path that makes you happy and that brings you joy and even if you don't take that the universe will always it's like a tree branch you go down one and then there's another one the universe will always guide you and sometimes it feels like you're getting the rug pulled out from under or knocking you a bit to get you back into alignment and that's what tests from the universe are but as long as you are following what makes you feel good and then sometimes, you know, it's not the right thing for you and that's okay. But you're, as long as you're following what feels good, you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path, which him telling me that, I don't know, just the way that he said it, because he's been through a lot, you know, and, and he's seen a lot of, of success and, and for him to say that it just kind of like felt like a weight lifted off my shoulder. Like, okay, especially in this season of summer and fun and joy and kind of not, taking just kind of leaning more into joy and giving myself that permission to do that instead of being so rigid about everything it gave me a sense of calm and an inspiration to have more fun and to feel better and to just follow my happiness and that also had it just felt very relevant at the time too you know with relationships and different experiences and kind of figuring out like what's the right thing what's the right thing to do you know what's the right path to take what's the right decision to make and a great moral compass another moral compass that, that I use is what kind of karma will this produce is this going to produce good karma because what you put out is what you get back and that's the idea of karma is like do good unto others and you'll receive good back and vice versa doing bad unto others is receiving bad back so will this produce good karma? And does this make me happy? And I feel like that's a pretty good moral compass to live by, especially in the summer when things are a little just more free and fluid and flowing. Can you tell I'm a Libra? I'm an air sign. I love to flow. I love to be in the air. And my moon is in Pisces. So I really love to flow and be in my feels. And my rising is Sagittarius. And that's where the sass and the energy and the fire comes through and I have no earth 
I have no earth, I have no grounding, but it's funny because all my best friends, my mom, guys that I date, they're always earth signs. And I'm like, tell me astrology isn't real. Tell me astrology isn't real. It all makes sense. Okay, so that was number three. Say yes to anything that brings you joy or happiness. And as you can see, like this is obviously applicable in every area of your life, but I just feel like for summer, summer bucket list, summer goal list, this is a good a good little a good little what's the word uh, guide yeah <laughs> a good little guide okay number four leave room for spontaneity okay so like i said before i think people should schedule in times for joy and happiness and now this isn't really an issue for me because i have to work on my planning skills but like in the weeks for instance and i've really been trying i've really been trying to get things planned like a week or two out but you know i gotta stay i gotta stay true to my roots and leave a little room for spontaneity because that's when the universe can surprise you and can bring you just universe magic and i think sometimes we can get very rigid in our planning like i have to be here at this time and do this on this day and i think that's fine like i think that's good actually like i really do love planning and that's why i'm trying to get better at it because i noticed that everything is just better when i plan also also i have noticed that the more i plan in advance the more opportunities i am receiving so it is really important to plan but i do think that it's equally important to leave some days that you just go with the flow and see what the universe wants you to do. Or sometimes you just need a self day to reconnect with yourself, which is interesting because I had spent two weeks, almost three weeks, like with zero alone time, which, oh my God, hiccups. I haven't done that in so long and I got back and there was one day where I didn't have any plans until later in the day. So it was midday. And I was just like, what do I do? It was a weekend. I was like, what do I do? Like, I'm so bored. So I started calling all my friends. Everyone already had plans. And I was just like, I'm so bored. And I called my cousin and I was like, do you want to hang out? Like, <laughs> do you want to go to the gym? I don't know. And he was like, Sabrina, just have some Sabrina time. You know, like you haven't been by yourself. You just got home. Just be with yourself. Being bored can be good sometimes. And just... Give yourself that time to reconnect with yourself. And I was like, oh my God, Ari, with the wisdom. That was actually exactly what I needed to hear. And I was able to just reconnect with myself, just give myself the love, the care, the attention that I was needing. And I'm telling you, those times where you're like, what do I do? I'm so bored. Also, I was like, of course, going through social media because it was a weekend. Everyone's out and doing things. I'm like, oh my God, I have no like I'm so bored like I'm such a loser and then I was like oh my god girl first of all we don't talk like that around here second of all it's fine also you have plans later but like it's fine it's fine to be by yourself and it's crazy because I love my alone time I need my alone time and I think because I got into the habit or the routine of not having any that's why I was like craving it but then when I took a step back and I had my cousin just kind of, you know, snap me back into reality, I was like, wait, 
I love this and I need this. And then I just, I was able to fill up my own cup. And I'm telling you, the more that you spend, the more time you spend filling up your own cup, the more you have to fill others. Okay. And last but not least is to, actually, I didn't have this on the list, but I like it and it just came to me. So I'm going to share it. So number five is to avoid comparing yourself. And this is why I just thought of that because I, I was looking on social media and I was like, oh my God, everyone is out. Everyone is doing things. I'm such a loser. And I was comparing my experience to them. And it's definitely so easy to compare yourself when you're scrolling through social media. And it's just, obviously we know social media is not real. I was talking to my friend, Olivia. I was talking to her aunt because she's a therapist. And she told me that the one of the number one things that people are going to therapy for is anxiety about social media. And she explained that our mental, our the way that we mentally process things, we're so quick now. Like, and my mom says this all the time. She's like, you type so quickly and you post so fast and you do everything so quickly on your phone. And mentally we're evolving, we're, we're really fast. But our emotional brain has not evolved that quickly because it's like our emotions just have not gotten there. We're not, you know, processing our emotions in the way that we're processing, sending a text and then going on Instagram and then going on Twitter and whatever. And what that does, so when we're on Instagram or we're on TikTok, we're seeing, you know, someone in Europe that can make you feel envious. And then we're seeing the news, like a news report of like, something just fucking terrible happening in our country so that makes you feel fear and sadness and anger and then we're seeing something about climate change which also produces fear and then we're seeing something with our friends which makes us feel happy and it's just but this is all within like 10 seconds of each other if that so when we're feeling all of these emotions like fear anger envy and then feeling it all within a minute the product of all of these emotions is anxiety and and we don't necessarily cope with it because we feel we we generate this huge feeling of anxiety but i think we've gotten so used to that feeling that we don't even notice that it's present or there and then we go off our phones and then we go about our day but there's still this looming emotion of anxiety that hasn't been processed and over time if you're not taking the time to process it or feel it or release it it's just going to accumulate and that's why we're experiencing so much anxiety as a generation as as a, a whole collective so my advice and i've after that conversation i've definitely been more cognizant of the mindless scrolling i mean of course like part of my job is social media so i do have to be on but i have been more cognizant about like okay am i just mindlessly scrolling through instagram or am i posting with an intention and then closing out or am i in an elevator just waiting to get to the lobby and that's why i'm checking instagram so and if that's what i'm doing i just like take a step back and i'm like i don't need to check instagram right now like i don't need to put my mind through that so i think that is like an actual tangible tool for helping yourself not to compare. But I think it's also just a reminder, like you do not know what is going on behind the scenes. You don't, you don't see the missed flights. You don't see the, the missed luggage, the lost luggage. You don't see the fights. You don't see the arguments. Like you, there's so much that we don't see. And 
uh, it's obviously like easier said than done but if you find yourself just comparing write a gratitude list you can you have the power you have the choice you have the choice to switch what you're focusing on that's all in your control that is your power to switch your thoughts and to switch the focus of what you're putting energy towards so make it a little bit of a challenge like if you find yourself comparing or finding yourself feeling bad about yourself or just mindlessly scrolling switch it to something that's going to elevate you listen to a podcast get outside go for a walk listen to an audiobook write a gratitude journal text someone why you're grateful for them like that raises your energy because it puts you back into a state of gratitude love oneness connectedness and that's what's gonna make you a magnet. That's what's gonna raise your vibration, raise your energy and get you kind of out of that state of comparison, which just harbors those low vibrational emotions like resentment, guilt, anger, etc. So that was the fifth one is to stop comparing yourself to other people. And then the last one is to get out of your comfort zone. And I just thought of this like when I go out with my friends and I know not everyone is super social like this, but for me, something like I try to do like one thing that's going to get me out of my comfort zone. Uh, that's like fun. And it's like a little social thing, but it's to talk to someone new, like put myself out there and just do something that kind of scares me a little bit and just see what happens. Or if you want to get into content creation, post something that's a little bit different than what you usually post and just kind of experiment. Like, consistently and I think this ties into a different type of growth so maybe like if we're tying it back to the first one is to let yourself feel behind then let yourself grow in other ways you know and getting out of your comfort zone or pushing yourself to do something that you typically wouldn't or to just challenge yourself creatively that's a different type of growth and that's going to help you expand and help you learn what you even like what makes you happy and it just helps you grow in a different way. And that is equally, if not more fulfilling, in my opinion. So that was the last one. Get out of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself a little bit. I will perhaps post some ideas that you can do to kind of challenge this or challenge yourself. Um, or ideas for literally any of these and things that you could do. So I hope you guys are enjoying your summer and I hope you continue to enjoy it. And really, if you can take even one thing from this episode, my job here is done and I'm so happy. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys and love you guys so much. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. Bye.